Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Tara Tuttle and with me is Rebecca Mazzino and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to this week's episode. This week we have Narelle King from Simply Happy with us. Narelle is a wellness and organisational coach and she helps uh, individuals and families with additional needs and organisational challenges. But the reason why I have her here today mainly is to talk about yin and nidra yoga because uh, this is something that Narelle teaches and does in her own personal life as well. And it's something that I hadn't heard of before. And once I got to know Narelle and the way she was using yin and nidra and seeing what it can be used for, I thought, well, I think that all of our people need to know more about this because it has some great health benefits. So welcome, Narelle. Oh, thanks, Beck. It's lovely to be here. So yes, tell us about yin and nidra yoga. Like what is it, how is it different from other yoga? So yin yoga is um, really slow and meditative and soothing style of yoga. So you go into the shape and you hold it for sort of three to five minutes. And that way it allows to target the deeper tissues. So it's not your muscles. So when we move quickly, we obviously trigger our muscles to work. Whereas once we're slow and in that, in that pose, it's those deeper tissues, like which are called our yin tissues. And it's our joints, ligaments, um, fascia, which wraps around all the muscles throughout your body, uh, bones, did I say joints? And joints. Mm-hmm. So all of that deeper tissue is what you're actually then um, targeting by being in the yin um, poses. And obviously the different things about those, the benefits, which I'll talk about later for you. But then whereas nidra yoga is like sleep-based um, conscious meditation. So it's a form of meditation, a sleep meditation. And so during my classes, I do sort of three yin shapes and then I do a short nidra meditation, sort of 20 minute nidra meditation at the end of it. And so they're guided into sort of a sleep state and, you know, it has a process that you go through in the nidra um, meditation and then you slowly bring them back out at the end. So I find it really complements each other beautifully the two styles of yoga and putting Mm. it together and it also just means that anyone can do it it's not limited to your mobility as well you know I've done it with people who have been in chairs in the classes it doesn't discriminate with age either so again I've done it with all different ages and by having props you use props in yin yoga like blocks blankets pillows anything you've got there to support yourself throughout the um, shapes and poses and this just helps you then to be supported and then you can lengthen maybe a little bit further and you're not putting pressure on the joints because you're being supported and the whole slow pace of the class means that like as a teacher you can go around and help people and just give them a little bit more support if they're finding that they can't go into that particular shape like for me um, I can't go into a, sha- a saddle shape which is my legs are sort of out to the side and it's just the rotation of my hips won't go in that direction so we have sort of a range of motion with our hips our joints our shoulders and even our ankles and you know once you reach that end of range of motion where the bone's meeting bone you can't go any further it doesn't matter how it doesn't has nothing to do with flexibility Uh, so um so you know that shape I've got then an alternative so you're able to give people alternatives 
also if they have injuries or chronic conditions you can also support them throughout the shapes as well and give them something else if they may be dealing with an injury but still they're then getting the benefits of the extra blood flow to those deeper tissues which is generally where the injury might be and then chronic conditions like arthritis and osteoporosis. So for me, when I started, it was like, oh, this is something that I could imagine doing and still teaching, you know, well into my mm. 60s, 70s, um, because, you know, it's for anyone really. And the other thing about the Nidra yoga, it's a really great place to start for meditation if you found meditation is quite difficult because it's guided throughout the whole time. It's not just letting oh, yeah. you sit with your thoughts with and your go thoughts. yeah yeah and yeah. panic about the fact that you yes. do have thoughts yeah, yeah yeah so you're actually guided through and you're focusing on the different parts of your body like in the rotation of consciousness which is you know a state of body part you move your attention there release the blocked energy and then you move on to the next part next body part that you state to them oh, okay so you mentioned when you first started this and i wanted to ask you all about how you discovered yin yoga and nidra yoga uh what was the yeah how did you find it so i i'd been doing yoga since when i lived in london so just the fast pace over in london i needed something just to slow down being a pe teacher then and working full time i was like i had so much yang you know type of forms of exercise in my life and i needed something a bit slower so i started doing yoga over there and i even did some yoga like small teacher training on my way back through India and came back to Australia and started doing different forms of yoga. And then when I had my kids and we were going through my son's um, diagnosis for autism and Perthes disease, he had diagnosed previous to that for um, three years. I just, the juggling of appointments and just the overthinking of everything. Oh, what about this? What about, do I need to do this? What should I do next? I needed something to slow down my mind. So I started, actually, it was the Nidra yoga I started doing first. And I was still just doing sort of normal flow styles of yoga at least once or twice a week. And I heard, it was on a podcast and I heard Karen Brody has a book called Daring to Rest. And when I heard her story, I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I need in my life. So I bought the book and did her 40-day program. And I've done a couple of her programs since then. And then I went off and did like a live Nidra teacher training here in Australia a couple of those as well and then and then I started to go to a yoga class myself here another a different one and started teaching my nidra and these girls were teaching a yin or was doing their yin classes but then they did a teacher training in yin and so that's why I then went this actually complements each other Mm. beautifully and so then I started doing both of those together in um in a class and i've done a few yin teacher trainings now as well since then so yeah so it sort of started with the nidra and then just moved into the yin so i actually don't do flow styles of yoga anymore like go to the class no i just do i just do yin classes at least once a week for myself as well as then teaching my own class and like i get the benefits from teaching especially when it's a smaller class yeah, it's it's just beautiful and relaxing. Even the yeah. yoga when you're guiding it, you know, I've got my eyes closed and yeah, you get you know, to do it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> sort yeah. of. It's not to the same extent, but it's no. still quite relaxing, especially after you know days of organizing with clients and and also just the energetics that I find from clients and hearing their stories. And so I find it as a great way, sort of, to disconnect from those stories mm. and then just 
be in my own body as well and let go of those emotions. So yeah, that's definitely one of the the benefits that I found is just tuning into my own emotions, but also just letting go of other people's emotions because mm. I'm sort of quite an empath and will take on other people's yeah. emotions yeah. quite easily. Yeah. And when you deal with some complex clients, you know, you can you can take that on quite quite a lot. Definitely. The one thing that I struggle with when you described yin yoga and you said that you stay in the pose for like three to five minutes, my first thought was, oh my God, I would I would be bored after I would either be bored or I would fall asleep and not be able to go to the next pose. So tell me like in that three minutes, so say you're yep. in a pose and I've seen you, one of your poses is kind of like a child's pose. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, now just for those that are listening, I've watched Narelle do, I've never done a session with Narelle, but I definitely am going to, but I haven't, but I've watched her do like a fast, oh, yeah. like a time-lapse <laughs> version of it where she actually moves really quickly, but then she lays in these poses. And I actually knew that the poses were relatively long because you know, you can actually, while she's on time, you actually see her being still for a, a second or two, which means she was still for a fair while, but I didn't know it was that long. And so when you said that long, I was like, okay, I'm going to, how do I be in a child's pose for five minutes? What do I do? What am I thinking of? Because you're not doing the nidra at the same time. No, that's no. afterwards. So tell me what, like, how is it not boring <laughs> <laughs> and I was the same as you so before that was my resistance to starting it in the first place was like oh god I just need to move I need to do this but once I started and felt the benefits I then started to enjoy it so you know you do have to calm your mind mm. so I'll talk for roughly two minutes like guiding them in and because you'll go into the shape and then you'll just let your body sit for say a minute and then your body relaxes all the rest of those um, yin tissues relax and you can go a little bit further. So you're sort of talking to okay. them in that time. So they're focusing on your, your voice and what you're saying. So you might come back to the intention. So I'll always set an intention at the start of the practice. So it's like to access their subconscious mind. So like last week's was, I am loving and I am loved as well. So we'll bring some sort of, weave some sort of little story in there. And so they've given, you're giving them something to focus on. And yeah. then, and then once the body's relaxed, it's actually a really nice feeling. And you're like, ah, oh, this is so good. And you're just, because you're supported by pillows and blankets and as much support, it's actually really relaxing and you're like, oh, this is you nice. And then, yeah, yeah, then you enjoy it. And you've only got then another two minutes in the, the pose, which, you know, actually goes quite quickly. And then it's moved to either the other side, if you've only done one side of the body and then you do the other side or you move into the next shape. But, and I find, because I usually can fit in three shapes within the half an hour before we move into the nidra. So I will see the first shape they're like moving a little bit the restlessness but by the third shape oh they're all just you know completely relaxed yeah. <laughs> yeah. and when you come out between each one you have a rebound and so the rebound is usually just in shavasana on your back or maybe on your stomach depending where you mm -hmm. were and so you try to also I try to um, keep them in relatively the same sort of so there's not that much movement so if you're in child's pose supported oh, yeah. with a bolster then we're going to go into another shape that's in that sort of same area so there's not too much moving no, around no, between the, the poses no. yeah. yeah so that they can sort of stay in that 
restorative stage and that that really relaxed state by moving from one so by the third one they're really ready for the nidra yoga as well as well as like each of the shapes some of them are a little bit more energizing because they're sort of inversions and then other ones are more restorative too so you sort of finish on the more restorative or twisted and some of them they'll be like oh gosh I really fell fell asleep and it's like only a minute and then they're moving to the other side and just yeah it's beautiful to see and I think the benefit is to do it for a term because you have that accountability but also you really see the benefits and they really then know the process and they just by the end of the term they're like wow that is so so amazing I feel so good and I just look forward to this each week but yeah, definitely the first couple of times they might come, they're not used to stopping and slowing down. Yeah, it's the hardest bit, I hard. think. But yeah, they'll be like, I'm bored. And that I think I think you're right. I think my first thought is that I'll be bored. But also I think you do just get into it, you know. And even even just <laughs> I was at the physio last week and I like he put the, I don't know what they're called, like the electric thingies, oh, yeah. you know, those things on me and then like a really big weighted hot blankety thing and off he went and then he came back and I I was almost asleep I was almost so close to being asleep that when he took it off I went no don't (laughs) leave me here I think it was the beeping that woke me up of the machine and I was like no no don't leave and he just laughed he's like too bad and you know off it came and I was cold again (laughs) and all that but yeah I think you know initially I'm like yeah I'd be bored but then I reckon I probably would quite easily settle like you said you get used to that yeah. get used to being in that kind of mode so what are the physical benefits you mentioned that it gets kind of like deep into certain you know like your joints and all of that so what are the the actual benefits so if, if you've got anything wrong with you what kind mm. of things does it help with well so it increases the blood flow to that deeper tissue which okay. generally doesn't happen so therefore if you've got scar tissue it'll help with healing um, it also helps with like increasing like the lubrication to the tissues which means that the joints can move more freely the fascia can also slide more easily as well Um, it increases collagen to the ligaments so you know they'll become thicker and stronger so if you've got problems with your ligaments this is going to really benefit them Mm. Um, it'll help stimulate the growth of a cartilage and bone so again if you've got osteoporosis or any other degeneration of your tissues and then this is going to help um, build that up for you while while they might be degenerating, but then you're doing this extra supporting, even if it's just once a week. Um, So those are for your, yeah, for yin yoga. So you're going to increase also your range of motion and flexibility. But again, remembering it's only to that that point where the bone meets bone. Um, So it also will correct some um, habits, you know posture problems that you might have as well so that can help definitely yes <laughs> those and, and who I can't see that, us yeah. I just sat up very straight <laughs> stuck my chest out because I'm such a slumper yeah yeah and and that's one of the ones I love doing like a supported fish which is opening your chest up oh, at the start yes. of a shape when they've been sitting maybe they've been sitting all day so you know I'll think about what they've been doing possibly during the day and we will do like a heart opening up chest opening up so you know and you'll move through different parts of the body. Um, we hold lots of stress and emotions in our hips and in our buttocks area. 
And so just releasing that area, hip area really Mm. helps too. So it's moving throughout the different parts of your body. So you're focusing on all of it. Yeah, that's where I hold all my, that's why I have to go to the physio because I have quite a weak core and my lower back and my buttocks have to do all the work basically. And so then they constrict the, uh, and I end up with like the sciatic nerve and I end up with sciatica. So, and I know why, so I'm working on a bit of core exercises, but I think, you know, that would, that would help me as well. It's another reason I'm like, I have to sign up for a a class with Narelle because I think that would help a lot. Well, the sciatica is huge and that's, there's so many of the shapes actually help release that. So you Mm. could do one of those shapes or two of those shapes each day when you're just on the couch or, you know, and, and it will help release you know, and a lot of the shapes are shapes that you've, you know, you've seen as a shape, you know, for stretching. If you've ever yeah. done, you know, physical activity and they've done a stretching class, like they're the same. So when I go to, no, you know, no, yeah. no, it's just, it has its own name, a different name. So they do have slightly different names, the yin shapes to what the um, traditional yoga shapes are. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's still, it's still the same as even the stretches that you do at the gym just that they're supported yeah so you use the word shape and i've always thought of yoga as poses so tell me is there a difference or is it difference same thing it's just the difference yeah there's no difference do you use shape because it's less because it sounds more supported yeah Yeah. (laughs) it just sounds people know what you're talking about more accessible yeah 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 yeah. i think sometimes if you say yoga pose they're like oh my god i'm going to stand on one leg with an arm in the air you know and you're like no 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 (laughs) no and that's what I love about it that it's not discriminating anybody can come because you know people have those those think stories of oh I'm not flexible enough I can't do it and it's like Mm -hmm. you don't need to be flexible to come and do this class anybody can come and do this class yeah yeah so you often have talked in your social media you've talked about doing a yin and nidra session or one or the other before bed is that that's really beneficial, isn't yes, it? Yes, definitely. Does it help with sleep? Oh, so so nidra yoga. So we haven't really talked about nidra. So the oh. benefits of nidra yoga then is it increases melatonin. So the melatonin then helps us sleep, mm. supports your immune system, helps with healing. So I found that was one of the reasons because I was overthinking too much. So by doing the nidra yoga, it then calmed my mind down. I felt more relaxed. And it helped me get off to sleep. But it also, if I woke up in the middle of the night, it helped me to actually go back to sleep. That was the biggest uh-huh. benefit I found over time. You know, it wasn't straight away, but it was over those 40 days that I did Karen Brody's initial program. That's when I found, oh, this is like helping me just get back to sleep. Um, and also it helped me to tune into my intuition. So I was then, okay, making the decisions based on what I needed or what I was listening to my gut rather than I was in my head all the time, making yeah. decisions based on my head, overthinking. Yeah. So it really stopped that. It, it changed that route of where am I making my decisions and um, started to listen to that rather than yeah, getting caught up in my head. It's also because you get into the different um, brain stages or brain waves, it helps then to um, 
you get into a stage where you're not releasing cortisol or you're even if you get in the delta stage you're actually then um, having the cortisol removed from your day and some people mightn't even get into a delta stage of sleep so what's which a is delta that dreaming state? so the dreaming you know ah. the dream when you know when they put people into a coma they put people into the delta stage um, okay. because that's where it's reduced um, inflammation and healing can happen um and yeah, because of the inflammation that's reduced, that was one of the things that I sort of got lost in reading a lot about was even though I don't have autoimmune diseases, but I know a lot of people and um, that do. And that was one of the things that it can help reduce the inflammation, therefore help support you if you do have um, autoimmune diseases or allergies as well. Mm-hmm. Um so there's so much research yeah. yeah yeah there's so much research actually on nidra yoga um i rest is a form of nidra yoga that has you know research based on it um yeah so there's different forms of nidra yoga that that are out there and um and it's been around you know centuries yeah. and and yeah it's it's such a beautiful practice so you start with um you know, stating your intention and then you move into your relaxation. So you relax all the different body parts. So I use the senses basically just to do the relaxation. And then it's the rotation of consciousness. So you're rotating around each body part. And it's funny because the girls who are doing it at the moment, this term are like, I didn't even get to the left side or I didn't even get to the back. I was already they think they're asleep, but they're just in one of the sleep in stages. That, uh, yeah. Yes. And then you do holding opposites. So when you're holding opposites, you're teaching your body to understand the different emotions you have. So you can be happy, but you can be sad. And just your body then understands the difference between them. And um, and then you slowly bring them back out. And that's when you'll say, okay, come back to your body, back into the room. And they're like, it's amazing. I just come back into the room just like that. And that's like, yeah, because you're, it's just your subconscious mind. So we're accessing their subconscious mind is the yeah. other thing by planting these seeds to bring about some of these healing your new stories, like the I'm loved yeah. and I'm So loving. it's a little bit of hypnosis as well. Definitely. Really. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's fascinating. I can't wait to do a class. Yeah. Um, so is there a, like a basic routine that people can investigate starting sooner is it something that you teach people that they can then do by themselves oh definitely definitely so I like I have got an intro so in the intro I've got like butterfly um a supported fish reclined pigeon and twisted roots so they're pretty much four basic um poses or shapes that anyone can do even with injuries so I give some alternative if you've got an injury here or you're feeling a strong sensation really it's like if you've gone for that minute or two and that sensation's not going away then maybe then we need some more support or you need to change and go because it shouldn't hurt no it shouldn't hurt no no not at all but it will feel that strong sensation initially because you're moving into that shape but once your body then relaxes after that minute or two there shouldn't be so if it is that's when you go okay I need some more support or change yeah somehow like an extra pillow or higher ear or something like that yeah and that's why I love like recline pigeon because it's supporting your knees you're on your back whereas you could do pigeon pose and stuff and sleeping swan but it might if you've got knee injuries or back injuries you might feel it whereas a recline pigeon on your back 
generally most people can do that shape. So what so is I, that shape? What does it look you're like? You're on your back and you're grabbing onto your, I think it's like a runner stretch, maybe they call it when you do your stretches and you're on your back and you put your leg across the top of your um, near your knee and that knee is bent. So your okay. foot's on the ground. So just say your left foot's on the ground, your right knee's across that knee. Uh, sorry, your right ankle is across that knee oh, yeah. and you're on your back. And you can grab on around your leg if you want to bring it closer or you could just leave it like that. Okay. And that's what I love. You don't need to keep pulling things because you're going to be in it for five minutes. So yeah. you want it to be comfortable as yeah. well. And you're yeah. still getting benefits even when you're in that comfortable you know, state rather than pushing ourselves and yeah, hurting yourselves. So if you wanted a really good stretch, then this is probably not the thing that you would do for that. Like if, mm. if for example, I'm really sore in, you know, my, my buttocks and I need to do that really big stretch where you cross your leg, I cross my leg across. Yeah. Um, that then wouldn't be something that you would probably be beneficial sustaining for that. Oh, no, definitely. Because then you would, well, it depends how much it's, how, if there's how any. comfortable it feels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But you could then adjust it by either having your foot on the ground or pulling, you know, behind that left leg and bringing it closer to your body. Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah. you feel it a little bit and then you just go, okay, I'm going to stay here and see what happens. Yeah, because yeah. that's one of the things that when I am sore, and I don't know if other people are the same, I just want to push that stretch until it feels like it's going to snap. Like yeah. I just like, I just want to push it <laughs> right right until the very edge because it, it's sort of, it's a, it doesn't necessarily feel good, it hurts, but it's kind of that hurt that feels good, like that release mm. kind of hurt. Um, and I'm guessing that the aim of in yoga is not to do that necessarily. No, well, because that's that would be like activating the muscle and we don't want to yes. activate okay. the muscle. We want to get to yes. the, de the deeper tissues, which, you know, doesn't have any movement then yeah. to access those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would, instead of doing that full stretch, I would, you know get it to a point where it feels yeah. comfortable enough that I'm yes. then holding it yeah um and it feels good but it doesn't have that that yes. muscle stretching yes. kind of good feel yeah okay that makes sense yeah and so those shapes I actually have on my website so anyone can just go on and free and download it or oh, it's actually it's on it's actually in a um a like a portal so they can just go on there and they can slowly go through each of the videos so I think they're like three or four minutes of okay. the video me doing it talking a little bit me doing it and then they can just do it whenever they want actually and there are some there is a like sequence with those all together but there's also a few sequences on my youtube um which is just my name Narelle King that I did in lockdown last year so oh, yeah. oh gosh I've got so many so many videos <laughs> so there are some on this portal that are paid that I've put together as like a little bundle yeah. there's some free ones on YouTube and then there's the free a uh, free little um basic demonstration you know, one. yeah with with a sequence and I think and there's an nidra yoga as well a 20 minute nidra recording I think there's one with music and one without music as well oh cool okay yeah. so there are some actual free oh, resources hits. Yeah. I, was, I was going to tell everybody that you do have courses when does your next course start oh so I only do face-to-face -face here in Geelong oh do you um, sorry I thought you yeah no, well I'll do online when we go into lockdown so that's why <laughs> I was doing um yeah doing them but that's why there is a whole like a bundle of them so there's heaps of these pre-recorded ones that I've done that are there and anyone can access that because then you can just access it anytime but mm. now and then I'll put up oh, I'm just going to do I just get this you know 
sensation to, right, I'm going to just do an online one and I'll do an online one. Sometimes at the start of a term, I might do it online one for people and just so they can try it try it out as well yeah and um yeah and I'll do a you know live class using zoom but yeah otherwise they're there they're ones that are pre-recorded and I'll just change them over so you know if I did a new one like say next week I'll go into that bundle and go oh that one's a bit old now let's put this new one in so I just swap them in and out yeah 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 oh that's helpful oh that's good so people can access this for free and then they can do their own research if they wanted to do in-person ones in their own area definitely you're in Geelong near Melbourne um Victoria so uh yeah there will be definitely people that are doing face-to-face classes you know and there's so many things on YouTube as well so but it is beautiful in class, like in person. It just mm. has a different energy about it. And I really enjoy teaching face-to-face rather than online mm. because you're in your lounge room doing it and just to a camera. So it just yeah. doesn't have the same. It's not the same, is it? I'm, I find the same with, with courses. I was talking to uh, a company recently who want me to run some training for uh, their staff and I kind of hesitantly said to them, do you want this via Zoom or in person? And they've gone, oh, and I think they were wondering what I was thinking was my preference, yeah. but they sort of said, they looked at me and they went, we prefer in person. I was like, oh, thank goodness, me too. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just so much better, that engagement, that involvement, all of that is better. But, but you know, the online stuff certainly does provide that accessibility. Oh, um, definitely. Well. It's brilliant. Yeah. So it's good to be able to have that combination available to you. And I think the other part about being at home, so if you are a bit hesitant, not sure about it, it's a good way to trial it and do it at home and get, you know, just build up your own resilience and skill to it and then go, okay, I feel confident now. I'm going to go and try in a class with other people as well. Yeah. 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 And if you've got any social anxiety, that would be a big Yes. Because I, I know that I don't like going into a new environment where other people know what, the thing yes anytime there are unknown social conventions yeah I am like I can't do it I can't do it until I know all of the rules like I know what the social rules I know where to sit and in what order and all those (laughs) kinds of I'm terrible I can't just my husband can just waltz into a new environment and make it his own like he does not care what you're meant to be doing in that environment but I'm like I must do what everyone else is doing otherwise I will panic and leave yes and so like with a yoga class as well it's like knowing being familiar with the way the whole thing works um before I do it in person is definitely one of those things I, I can't I still can't do farmers markets very well I get I don't know the rules and I get anxious and I leave so yeah and a yoga class is another one that I, and oh, I don't go to gyms anymore for the same reason as well I'm like I don't I don't know the rules I don't yeah and, and that's definitely why I've kept you know some online stuff because I know there's people out there who are the same and who would still you know benefit from doing this in their own space where they feel comfortable and you know you don't you just need pillows and blankets and as many as you can find you don't need you know you don't even need a mat you can you do it on a towel or a blanket yeah on the carpet yeah yeah yeah. so it's yeah quite an accessible thing to be able to do in your own home does it help um now that I've talked about anxiety does it help with conditions like anxiety oh definitely anxiety depression yeah all of those because it's also um especially nidra yoga yeah Karen Brady has got some amazing examples on her 
her podcast of people who have tried it and things that she's done. I loved her book as well because it gives some amazing examples of hers and anxiety. So for me, myself, it definitely helps helped with anxiety and still does. I'll mm. just put it on at nighttime if I've had quite a stressful day or I'm worrying about something and, yeah, I'll, yeah, drift almost off to sleep. Mm. And, um, yeah, it definitely helps. It just stops that overthinking and the worrying. Yeah, that constant Bring processing. Back, yeah, yeah, to yeah. your body. So it connects you back to your body, both of them, both Nidra and Yin, yeah. um, rather than you just being all in your head all the time. But the other thing about Yin too is it's, um, it focuses on qi energy, so which is Chinese medicine. So the qi energy focuses on our organs. So it also helps... Um, to, so when we're out of balance with our chi, we've got too much chi or we're too little chi, that's when we have disease and illness come up. So by getting our chi energy to be flowing um, freely, then we should be in a harmonious state generally. So um, by doing these shapes, each of the shapes focuses on the different um, meridian lines. And so the meridian lines, the yin ones flow down the front of your body mm -hmm. and the yang ones are up the back of your body. So they're actually in pairs. So for example, it's summer now. And so we have two pairs. It's our heart meridian and our small intestine. And so we focus on the shapes that are, are on those, which is both of these run from our fingers up to our armpits. One's on the back of our body, our yang, and the ones on the front are our yin. And so we focus on movements that help us to move move the chi energy in those, those areas. Okay. And, you know, when there's problems, like it's out of balance, like for summer, it means we're overjoyous and we're too bubbly and we're just, you know, probably more of an anxiety state all the time yeah. which actually fits really nicely to you know christmas time and for <laughs> yeah. this you know for us for our hemisphere, the, yeah. yeah but not for the northern hemisphere so yeah. much because theirs is winter and their um kidney and bladder at winter time and that's more you know restorative and really quiet and it's a water yeah. the water which doesn't make sense for christmas no time. no yeah. whereas ours is fire so summer is the fire yeah, it's quite interesting, all the actual. And so I slowly will just plant little seeds of that throughout the yin practice as well, just, you know, mm -hmm. teaching. And I really like that from the people I've taught, been taught myself. So I like to put that. But you might go to a class where the teacher maybe doesn't have so much knowledge about um, about Chinese medicine, so they might not plant those seeds. But I really, that's the bit I like the most about it as well. Mm. Yeah, I find it kept that really me connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. you could, if you do have a teacher that doesn't do that, I guess you could do your own research and your own reading and understand yourself. Yeah, so definitely. That when you're in a pose or in a in a shape, they're not and they're not saying anything about it. You can be like, okay, I know what I'm doing here. I know, yes. you know what, what's going on in, in my body. Because it's also, you know, saying, okay, this is um, targeting, say, our stomach area. So it's releasing any digestive issues. It's helping your body to go into that rest and digest stage. And you'll find when you get to the third shape, you might start to hear people's stomachs start to. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's people's stomachs start to relax and they're like, oh, they're digesting their dinner or their food now because they're not just running around and they're not in that. Yeah that sympathetic um, nervous system, they're actually now dropping into their parasympathetic nervous system oh. and they're digesting their food now. That's yeah. really interesting. So we don't digest as well when we're active. Not at all. Or, or stressed. Or in yeah. our head. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not at all. So if we're doing a slow meditative walk, then beautiful, excellent. But yeah. if we're running around madly, 
yeah. worrying about things. No, your body's saving all of that to just focus on you running away from that stressor. Actually, yeah. what's that? Oh, the um, Emily Nagalski and um, oh, now I can't think of their burnout is their book, yeah. and that's fantastic. And they've got their own podcast, um, and they are amazing at talking about the stress response and the stress cycle. Actually, I have got a podcast. I'll share it with you. The link. Yeah. Um, talking about. Uh, their book and how it all works and so we actually need to finish the stress cycle in our bodies otherwise we just hold on to that in our body and have you know injuries circling around yeah but yeah. it just stays there and that's when we have injuries or um, medical conditions that come up because we haven't released and finished that stress cycle oh that's interesting mm. that's probably something else now and that's another whole topic to yeah yeah it is actually <laughs> to yeah. talk about yeah so you have got a a podcast episode of your podcast on that or, yes I do yeah. I talked about the book and the stress response and how that works so yeah, yeah. Oh, I did good. yeah but they're amazing too to listen to theirs but yeah mine's just a summary of theirs of what they yeah. do yeah so yeah. um just for those that are listening I'm we're going to put a link to Narelle's podcast and website and YouTube channel and all that kind of stuff in the show notes so you'll be able to go and um you know find out all of this information on all of these resources uh so i mean we could i could ask you like a lot of silly questions about very specific ailments that might be <laughs> solved by, <laughs> by this and i'm not going to torture you that way uh, i'm going to leave it at this so thank you so much for this Nero. this has been really useful and i'm absolutely definitely going to sign up for one of your online courses i'm going to get you to message me as soon as you decide to do one so I don't miss it because I really want to do this and I'm going to jump on and and go through some of those poses that you've outlined on yeah do the intro and you can just do it at your own time yeah yeah and I will see just how I go on my own and how whether I get bored or not (laughs) but if it's guided I'll be okay and that's the thing if it's guided if I just have to sit here by myself going three and a half minutes to go three minutes to go you know that's, yeah, no. that's not gonna work for me <laughs> I'll be like I'm bored I have to move um yeah. so yeah I think the guided one would be really helpful so uh, so yeah we'll put all of those details online um for for you to find out more about all of the stuff that Narelle has got to offer you and uh, so yes thanks Narelle very much for that we really appreciate your time Oh, no, thank you so much for having me back. It's great to ch- catch up and chat and share yeah. all this information about yin and nidra yoga. Oh, and you've got so much of it. And we will see you all here again next week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at rebeccamazino.com.au and basklifecoaching.com.